Hello, everyone. In honor of Father's Day, we will be exploring this particular topic today. So enjoy the show. Hi there. Welcome to the More Civil Podcast. This is a podcast for Blacks, Asians, and those who love them. I am Mo, and I am your host, ready to spark your curiosity as I take you on this adventurous ride of exploring cultures through the stories of my guests from all over the world. On this show, we get really personal, discussing salient issues that are relevant to our contemporary age and also building community around them. As our guests exercise courage and vulnerability in sharing their life's experiences, we hope that in turn you are inspired by them and that you get the courage needed to set your own stories free. Enjoy the ride and thank you so much for listening. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. This is Mo and Ayomi Day. <laughs> and uh um today we have a returning guest to the podcast and um if you've been following my whatsapp stories or my instagram or even even know if you know you know something that i'm i have a a deep love for plantains plantains and jesus yeah and this person is my in that or in that order <laughs> actually no jesus is definitely <laughs> but plantain you know <laughs> but, this person has been my plantain slash crack supplier for the past ten years and counting. And since I've laid my since my tongues have my tongue has um since they've tasted her chips, I've never really you know looked back. You know, sometimes I run out of my stash here in the US and I try to go buy some from the African market. It's never quite like Girardi's, you know, crunches. And so um last time she was on the show, we talked about, you know, being single and the challenges and opportunities and the grace that comes with all of that. But today we're here to talk about something a little bit different. But for those who don't know her, uh, her name is Mojirade Felicia Adelopebepo. She's a lover of God, and she's also the CEO and Chief Responsibility Officer of Jirade Diadem, the House of Crunches. All of your plantain chips, you know, kuli plug, she has them all. So if you're in Lagos, even Nigeria, anywhere, just hit, hit her up. She's good. She hails from Ilesha Oshun in the southwest of Nigeria. She's the fourth of a family of nine. She studied hotel and catering from um, catering management at Yaba College of Technology. That's Yaba in Lagos. And um, she loves to speak, she loves to dance, and she loves to sing. She also loves to travel and capture pictures. I mean, Jurati can snap pictures. We actually met on um, during a mission trip to Syria alone. This was 2010. And you ever... 2010, yes. Coin do, yes. Well, everyone, please join us in giving a special welcome back to our very wonderful guest, Mojirade. Hello, Mojirade. Like I like to call her. Hello, good to be back. <laughs> and hello. Hello, welcome. Good to meet you. Yeah, good to meet you again. It's been, I think last time we saw was um, 2015, 2016. Yeah. Um, I think that was the last time. I think that was the last time. It's a long time ago. I'm I'm yet to even catch up on the fact that both of you know each other because I was actually looking forward to the introduction. So easy on that, I mean, they don't rub it on my face. Stop <laughs> capturing my friends, okay? Or well, whatever you call it, borrowing. This is I'll just I'll just put it. I'll just leave it for you to smell. That's all. <laughs> but Gerardi, um, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I, Thank I mean, you. I, I guess just to. 
set the premise for today's conversation. I know you had something major happen to you recently. So um, we'll just let you maybe tell us, for the for those that don't know who are listening to it, would you like to maybe just help us get started on that? All right. Uh, my dad passed a few weeks ago. And <laughs> it was a big blow for me personally. Because I was like, I'm a power now. You should have even waited next year. You'll be 80 next year. Just stay with us the 80th birthday. I was already planning for his 79th. It was supposed to be 79 on the 24th of July. So I was already planning. You know, I've spoken with media people. I was going to capture the moment. You know, although he's been ill since last year, he fell down, I think, August 11 last year. So since then, it's affected, you know, his health coupled with some other uh, ailments, you know. But I just thought, we all thought we'd come out of it. Okay, most of us thought we'd come out of it. So praying, trusting God about come out, you know. Uh, so we were not, most of us were not prepared you know, for this. It was a blow, but we're, we're doing well. I get in damn smiling, Talking with you about him is, is a major thing for me, which I'm glad God is really helping my heart and I'm getting better. We are getting better per day. As the day goes by. We're getting better. <laughs> well, um, first of all, my deepest con- condolence. I know you reached out to me sometime last month and you sent me a message. You just got news that your, your dad just passed on. And I mean, I've known you for a while, and I know your dad. I know you lost your grandma not too long ago, and I know your dad. You know, that Baba and Mama, like your 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 parents are. You know, you talk about them a lot. You know, you have pictures of them. You guys go visit them in Abeokuta, and so when you texted me, I think was it two days ago that you wanted to come talk about your dad. I knew I had to create time for you. We had to create time for you because I know you're not someone that would just want to talk about just anything, for you to want to come back on the show to talk about this, I knew it meant a lot to you. So this was just a way to at least give you the opportunity to talk about Baba. I guess the follow-up question would be this. Um, is, is it okay for us to call him Baba as well? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's what okay. everybody calls him. That's what you call him, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, I know your daddy, your mom is Momo, and your dad, mom, dad was Baba, so I just wanted to be sure that it was okay for us to co that language and use it in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you were even talking, when you said that, I know you're a planner. So, guys, when Juliet said she was already planning, trust me, she was planning. And she was when planning we had, with a capital planning P. It, planning it, because, I mean, Juliet is that kind of action lady. It shows what, and her consistency and just the action, it can be. I, mean, I always go back to her chips because to me, that consistency for the past 10, 12 years of eating her chips, it hasn't failed. So, I can, I, I know she's going to apply herself to everything. Um, but there was something um, I immediately said when we did the interview with Vaughn about when we lose our loved ones, it's not just you've lost them, you also lost the dreams, you know. What could have been all of your plans, all of your memories, the, almost like the future again is lost. So I guess uh, maybe a follow-up question would be, what would, you, what would you say you would miss the most about Baba, you know, being gone? Mm. Is composition he composes song as in okay fast dance now <laughs> he loves songs he loves to dance 
love to sing. We will compose and we'll sing together. You know, and he loved children. Anytime I go, there have been couples of times that I've gone to Abekusa with my nieces and nephews. And, you know, we will play with them. We don't want to beat them. <laughs> And my mama will say, Baba, I'm Bomoje. Well, he loved children. I will miss that. He's charming, you know, his personality in general. I remember when I was in I Institution in La Roden for my ND, some of my male friends came to the house to visit me, and I was glad Baba was around. And even apart from that time, anytime a friend, whether female or male, male especially, were coming around, I would be around to help a woman have lecture. He was a lecturer. He was a Yoruba lecturer. So I always look forward to him being around whenever I had a visitor because I was, I used to be very quiet. I used to be a lady of few words, but I think I'm getting better now. Uh, so I didn't used to know what to talk to, you know, especially with opposite sex. I used to be shy and, uh, you know, but whenever I was around, we made it, we make everybody, you know, lively. It would just light up the atmosphere. And Baba <laughs> was very fluent as a both in English, uh, little Vabusa, then Yoruba and Nijesha. So we make you laugh, you know, you just enjoy being with him. So I will miss that. And most especially, he looked forward to seeing me be married. He looked forward, to, he looked forward to, you know, carry my children. That pained me a lot, but I told myself I needed to snap out of that. You know, in fact, at the time, I think the second or third week, ah, it was as if I was just angry with God. Ah, God, did he answer me on time according to your word in Psalm ninety-two or so? You know that he didn't favor me on time. Why, you know? I told myself I can't keep doing why, 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 and everything worked together for my good because I love the Lord, you know. But that pained me. I won't lie. He looked forward to carrying my children and missing my husband, which he never did. Mm. So I'm going to miss mm. him. We are going to miss him. All of us. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what what what, what your yeah, I mean, wow, that that is that is, especially in light of what you said earlier about you know what um, Tolani was saying about the fact that you had this 80th birthday planned, you know. So obviously, it's again, it's not just the 80th birthday; it's the memories that you were expecting to have. 79 this year, yeah. next year, right? 80th, yeah. right? Wow. You know, so and obviously, you know, the memories that you were hoping to have had from that birthday now, you know, they're not going to come anymore. Um, and you still have all the previous memories, but the, I, like from what you're saying, there's memories that you were still hoping to make. Um, and 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 it, I also am reminded of something C.S. Lewis says, where he said in relation to friendships, but it relates to I think relationships in general. Um, so I don't know if it's something you've heard before, but I think something everyone resonates with that if three people are in a relationship or are friends, so let's call them A, B, and C, right? And C goes away or dies or you know if, or just even goes away like maybe travels or whatever they're no longer in touch with him a and b don't only lose c they also lose the part of each other that only c would have brought out do you understand what i mean so like a loses there's something in in b that is only when c was around that that bit comes out and a also loses that as well as having lost c 
Um, and I'm wondering what that would be for you with Baba. Like, what would, what would the, what were the things he brought out in people that, you know, may not come out as much now because he's not there to bring them out. Do you, I don't know if you understand what I'm asking. Hmm, I think to an extent, what they can still be brought as in they are still out. Are you trying to say what I picked from him? As an no. No, like his presence. What? Not just what he, I don't mean what he taught people, but what his presence brings out. That when he's there, yeah. this is what happens when he's present. That doesn't okay. happen except when he's present. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. Yes. I don't mean the things he taught you. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But I'm talking about his physical presence. Yes, he was very expressive, more than my mom. You know, so. I could say, oh yeah, Baba, oh yeah, fools, Eshewai, you know, it will cooperate. My mom said, privilege, you know, I will miss that. You know, anytime I go to Abebusa, I love to capture, I love to sing with them and dance with them. He taught us all that, he brought all that from us. And going back there, we just want to have a nice time together. My mom would say, oh, leave me, I'm not in the mood, I'm not well dressed. But Baba was always ready. I could say, ah, Baba, I should tell you, me like it, no, he will go, as in Baba, go and change what you're wearing. I don't like what you're wearing. You know, he will go, you know. <laughs> so I'll miss mm. all that. I'll miss all that. And, and a lot more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I was, so was going to ask, what, um, how about things, you know, the, what you were about to say earlier about what the things you, you learned from, the things you wouldn't have without him. The things I took after him. But the things I took from him. Both. Both. All right. <laughs> you know, it was lately I discovered I resemble him a lot. I used to think it was my elder sister, immediate elder sister, and her firstborn. But recently, when he was growing more old, you know, older as he became, I noticed my nails and his nails are the same. Then facial expression, I took it from him. Your smile, your smile actually. I took it because I'm seeing a picture of him behind you right now. You you have the triangle smile, like your lips pursing at the end of it. Okay. And, your eyes. I took that from him. and apart from the physical, you know, I took my love for photograph, my love to capture the moments. I took it from Baba. As little as I was, I was last born for like three years thereabouts. So, you know, it pampered me. You know, so I remember temporary last born. You had a, <laughs> <laughs> had a uh, camera that you just take the photograph and you get your hard copy immediately. You know, as in it's really locked. Yeah. Oh locked. yeah, capillary. Yeah. Yes, you know, he love that is my love for children is from him. My large attend, my being large attend is from him. My love for people. Mm. Is mm. I took it from him. Of course, there are some weaknesses I took from him. <laughs> I mean, you can't <laughs> have all that, all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Then, uh, what again was peculiar to me? He loved to travel too. I think I took that from him too. Oh. Then he loved to write. Baba could have notebooks, and you open one, it would just be a sheet that he has used. You know, and I am just like that. I have so many notebooks that you know, just you write bit by bit, bit by bit. 
you know. But I think he loves to read more than me. I'm just learning to read more because I know I can't survive without reading. It's something I'm cultivating than a bit. I, I do really used to like to read. <laughs> then what else? I think that's all I can remember for now. He loves to dance and sing. Yes, he loves to dance. He loves to sing. He will compose songs. You know, sometimes growing up, I see very little then. But I think all of us were around, even with our last born. They will gather us together. You know, we get his recorder, radio recorder, and it will ask us to sing like a special number, a song special to you. But before you take that song, you introduce yourself. And we used to speak Yoruba in my house. He was a Yoruba lecturer. And that's why we even call him Dad, Baba. We would say, don't call me Daddy. I'm not Muti, I'm not, I'm Baba Zin. Call me Baba, you know. So we say, I'm Then you sing your, you know, we'll say our name, then we'll sing. He made growing up very interesting for all of us. And anytime we travel, he was a lecturer, so he used to travel a lot. And we'd be asking my mom, Mama, Igbal, Baba, my day, and Mom, when is Baba coming back? We'll be counting days. And the day, when we hear his on like this, all of us will run. Hey, I'm about today, I'm about today, I'm about today. Wow. We'll be happy. So when we're now, you know, when we're now older, there was a particular conference we went for in the north. So I guess he was telling his friend, that, ah, no, you see my children, they will come out, even on hearing my own, they will come out. And we felt, okay, we're adults that at uh, Dagba now, we should just behave more mature. So we didn't shout, but we opened it up. He was, ah, it wow. <laughs> <laughs> <He> was exciting. <laughs> you know, we're always looking forward to having him around and spending time with him. He made growing up, he made our childhood very memorable and interesting. Oh. He was a present father, Charlie. Oh. He wasn't a perfect oh. father, but he was present. He was present for our birthdays. We were no, uh, we, I can say my family is a very conservative one, but every birthday he celebrated my, himself and my mom. They always celebrated. You know, not a big party. Some will invite three friends, few family friends, some just within the family. But they'll make it so special. On that day, you sit on the center table, you know, oh. you set up in the sitting room, then you yeah. center table, celebrant yeah. will sit there. They will sing morning devotion, we'll sing, pray <laughs> for everyone, will pray for the celebrant, oh. you know, and the celebrant will, will not work that day. Be free from <laughs> astures and everything, so and you cook special. I like, I like that kind of family tradition. The most yeah. uh, soft drinks, jollof rice, and chicken every mm-hmm. year. Wow, yes, when we're growing wow. up. Wow, most, are you guys with seven kids? Yes, wow, we're seven. That's that's impressive. I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing that's not counting people who stayed in your house as well because right? the way you described him, I'm betting I'm betting there was that as well. Am I wrong? You had other family members like that that were adopted siblings. Yes, yes. your house was always full, like a revolving door. Yes. You know? The way you described your dad, I can't I yeah. cannot I can't. Yeah. The way you describe your dad, mm-hmm. that has to be that yeah. has to be the case. Yeah. You know when I entered, it took me long before I got gain admission, but when I enter Ilaro. I, I didn't know how to prepare my food 
as in I didn't know how to prepare food for just one person or two people because I was used to preparing food. The least I used to prepare for then was like nine, ten. We are wow. nine, but you know, uh, my sisters went to boarding school, so you know, so at a point, family members, we, we've been 28 in the house before during Christmas. 28? Yes. Wow. Yes. As in, Baba was very, he <laughs> was a large hearted person. From my mommy's side, from his side, our cousins, you know, we used to be very many in the house. It took me a long time before I could adjust cooking for just one or two people. <laughs> mm, mm. I mean, when I was talking about ABC, I thought I pictured it as a Venn diagram where C is the intersection. So when you like, you know, fly apart A and B, C kind of, you know, sorry, when, Ooh, when C goes that. away, I love that. A and B is kind of like it's still there, but it's not. They're no longer contiguous, right? Yeah. And <laughs> as you, I mean, we know that Baba, you know, has you know um, transitioned into glory, and. As a as Christians, I'm sure you strongly believe that you see him one day. But while on earth, there's there's that part of you that still mourns his loss. But even as we we're talking about him, I could see your face just glow, and it just reminds me of that saying about yes, like sweet is the memory of the right of the righteous. Like you, the way you talk about him, the way you even recount all the things. And I know we we've even barely scratched the surface. But I just want to say, I, I mean, I'm the legacy he's living behind or he's left behind and the people he's impacted, I'm sure they won't forget him anytime soon. Because I went to the website that you guys created for him, all of the notes, and I'm like, how many, I know I know Jirade has this number of siblings, but people are, oh, that was my dad, that was my dad. I'm like, I know this is not like your true, true siblings, but people are, oh, that this was like a father to me. They even showed pictures of, you know, when you guys were little, other family members, other adopted kids. And that your picture of you guys running out to go see your dad when he came back from work, when he had, you know, the horn of his car. Not many people can say that about a Nigerian father, especially mine. Like, the moment you saw your dad was coming, you just go quickly turn on the TV, put some ice block on it, let it cool because you don't want him knowing that you turned on the TV. But hey, you know, different strokes for different folks. But I'm glad you had, you know, that memory of him. I guess my follow-up question would be this. What, what would you say, and this might be a very tough question for you to answer, because given the large and the, the largest nature and the breadth of Baba's handiwork, it might be hard for you to be able to like pinpoint just one. But if you're able to share one, or even maybe more than one, that's okay. What's one major sacrifice Baba made for you that made the most impression on you? All right. When I was in secondary school, I was a day student initially with my immediate elder sister. So when she was in just two, I was in just one. She transferred, Baba transferred her to FGGC, Shagam. So since then, I, I told Baba, ah, when I get to just two, please transfer me to. We said, okay, we'll try, but it didn't come true. Federal school was more expensive than, than Salah Abiola that I went to. You know, so he couldn't at that time. He now promised me that, okay, when I get to SS1, I will change. But on getting to SS1, he started the process. Ah, I really troubled Baba about this. Ah, at the point, my mommy was like, ah, just finish from Salau. Salau is not a bad school. Just why? My, my, I just wanted that boarding school experience. I wanted to go to the school my immediate other sister went to. So I kept saying, Baba, you know, I will go to him privately. I will. <laughs> My mommy would tell, tell, 
come on, don't worry. I'll, I'll go where my mom is not there. I'll tell him, Baba, I want to go to Shagam. I'm ashamed. You know, and he tried, but it didn't come true when I was necessary. Wow. You won't believe I didn't, I didn't lose hope. I didn't give up. I was in SS2. I still kept pestering Baba that I wanted to go to FGGC. He didn't have a choice and to just continue with the process. I, I can't say why. I, I just don't know why the process was, you know, giving us stress at that time. It wasn't that easy to transfer from state school to federal school then. Especially and, at SS2. You only had like less than two years left yes, to complete high school. Yes. Wow. I told him I was ready to repeat. So I repeated. I was supposed to be 95 sets. So I finished 96. So I said, he said, are you sure? I said, I don't mind. So you started from SS1? No, I went back to SS1. Wow. It didn't go through. The admission didn't didn't click. Then the transfer didn't go through. Baba was like, why not just finish from this screen? You're almost done. I didn't allow him to rest until he did, as it continued. It was stressful for him because he had to travel from Abel Kuta, FC, Federal College of Education, Abel Kuta, to Shagam. You know, there was nothing like phone or any online processes there, nothing. He had to go, you know. And he did it, he made it happen for me. Ah, I was so glad. So I left Salah Abiola SS2 first time. I did SS2 first time in Salah. I joined Shagam, FGGC Shagam SS1. I went back to SS1. I went to repeat SS1, but I joined them second time, you know. And I was so glad. When he passed, all the food that I've shown so much love, more than as in more than usual, has been those people, my GGC girls. And oh. I was like, you see now? Wow. <laughs> I said, I'm like, they are not here to see you, but see the way my friends, my GGC Shagam people are showing me love. Oh, you know, as in, ah, no, 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 those ladies bombarded me with love. They came, oh. they sent money, as in, they bought baskets of fruits. They came individually, they came as a group, they gave as a group, they gave individual, as in, <laughs> those people are amazing. And I really appreciated that, that he made that transfer come true also wow. admission gave me lots of stress as in after i finished from fgc i wanted to study accountancy initially so i didn't make my uh, math and english and accounting as my first sitting i had peace and my boss was like okay repeat i should retake which i did and we were just trying to, okay, he advised me to come to a Federal College of Education. He was a lecturer in the Federal College of Education, but I said I didn't want to do anything in education. And mm. he allowed me. That was one other thing I appreciated about, appreciated about Baba. He didn't force us. He wasn't the kind of father. The two of them generally, our parents, they gave us freedom as in we were able to express mm. ourselves. You know, it wasn't the kind of father I'd say, you must study law and so be it. Because I stayed at home for like six years trying to gain admission for wow. accounting. Wow. And you won't believe by the time I had the accounting admission, and I said I was no more doing accounting, like it was now hotel and catering. <laughs> I think they gave, they gave you, you, they gave you a, a beating. <laughs> Again, I couldn't tell him initially by the time I changed <laughs> my mind. Well, thankfully, it wasn't this kind of father that would force you that, okay, you must do, you must study accounting, you must study. He wanted me to study accountancy, actually. 
But when I said I was no more interested that I would go for hotel and catering, he, he just he said no problem, you know, and he allowed me. So during those period of seeking admission, we traveled on, on road by road at it, with his car. Okay, my brother drove in some of the instances and he drove sometimes too. Baba traveled to Jos, went to Abuja, mm-hmm. went to Zaria. As in, we traveled. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, admission showed me <laughs> Pepe. <laughs> and he really, he, he left everything, you know, that was there and he tried to just sort that out. Then by the time I now said, okay, I was no more, I was no longer, I was no more interested in accounting that it was now hotel and catering. He didn't, he didn't discourage me. He just asked me if I was sure. Said I was sure, no problem. And the day I was mm. packing, the day I came to Ilaro, Baba came with me and we're checking. I didn't get accommodation in the school because it was accounting I was admitted for. So it took me some time oh, wow. to change to mm. and catering. Oh. So I didn't get admission on time. I didn't get accommodation. So I'd, I had to just get somewhere outside. Baba was following me to every house is that I was checking. Oh, oh. And he'd be like, ah, if you are cross-ventilated, holy baby, if you find... Yes, that place is not well-ventilated, you know, and I was to say, ah... It's like what you said earlier, was, that he was very was present. present. I was like, Baba, I'm not worried. I don't worry. I'll, I'll be fine. Oh. Because it was getting late. And he said I had to travel back to uh, F- uh Oh, so I just released him that I'll be fine. So I stayed with a friend and I continued the search the following day before I got where I now stayed. And so many other. Then when I went to receipt my work in Elisha, because I told him I couldn't face uh, my friends in F- uh, in Abelkuta that it should take me far. <laughs> I, I was trying to get my math and English. I was trying to get credit at least in math and English. So he cooperated. He took me to Elisha. That's our hometown. I stayed with a family friend to rewrite the work. And there was during the process of preparation, I, I felt sick. And as in it was so serious. Ah, Baba, no phone then. There was no phone then. You won't believe me. Only Baba came. I was on Dripo, but I jumped up. <laughs> I became well. <laughs> and he was like, when have you been sick? When I, by the time I oh. told him, when I became, the day the sickness started, he was like, hey, I sensed it. Anytime wow. used to host, anytime we're not feeling fine, anytime we're ill, you will pick it. As wow. in, you will know, you know, and <laughs> by the time we see him, we just, ah, you know, we just, we'll oh. be fine, of course. <laughs> oh. And not only for me, even for my siblings. We'll go to our schools, okay. Some that went to boarding school, both visiting day and non visiting daytime. Baba will find an excuse to see his children. <laughs> oh. you know, was always looking out for it. In fact, in Ilaro, uh, a lab attendant had to ask me that, Where's your mom? Do you have a mom? I said, I have a mom because oh. <laughs> Baba that was always coming. Wow, you know, was, oh. Baba was more expressive yeah. than my mom. Yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. more lively. Yeah, I'm sorry to even play the gender, but you don't really find a lot of that in Nigerian fathers. You see that more in Nigerian moms. Yeah, you know, yeah. so that's actually I was going to say that actually, 
you do. It's one of those stereotypes that I think. Oh really? You know, I, I yeah. Maybe I'm just projecting. <laughs> I, I think I think there's a cultural. So for instance, I know many men who are actually more um, affectionate towards their wives than their wives towards them. There's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also men who are more affectionate in oh, the same kids. way towards their children. Yeah. You think there are many more? I think, I, I think, I think, I think, I think there would actually be more if they had seen models because you have to remember that many of these men had no such models. That's what I'm saying. For that themselves, growing up, you, uh, this can just be a, a matter of just what we see. We could, we could both be right because we're, we're just we only know what we know as far as sample size and the interactions we've had, right? Yeah. Yeah, but um, anyway, Gerade, what the what the le- I mean, as you were talking, I was just smiling and. I imagine him just being very persistent, saying, Daddy, I want to go to that school. I want to go to that school. And he made that happen for you. I mean, I can imagine how your dad was your hero. Like, what a, what a standard. What a, what a, I mean, he's raised the bar so high, you know. I think he was a godly yeah. father. Very godly father. Yeah. I love him. Very oh, loving. Oh, oh. I remember, let, let me say this. Uh, I used to play with him that, Assuming you are not a lecturer, okay, you could have been a musician or a babysitter. Mm. He would laugh because he was very good with mm. children. There was this particular baby that his mom used to drop at my place. We were neighbors. We stayed in the quarters. So our houses were not so far from each other. So she would bring her in the morning. Then maybe Baba's lectures was in the afternoon, and there was our house was always full, so you shall you meet someone in the house no matter what. So this boy then he used to frown, frown cranky, and <laughs> he has a very big cheek, and we just uh, look at like him. How old was he? Like how old was he then? It was the like a few months. Or, okay, okay. Like a year plus, or okay. few months thereabouts, or a year plus. I can't really remember, but that it wasn't more than it. And Baba would tell us, keep smiling at him. That this boy that you're always complaining, that he was always frowning, that keep smiling at him. He will smile, he will get better. That we should just keep smiling. So he would play with him anytime he came out from uh, lectures. He would play with him, you know, joke with him, and just before we need this, he would start smiling. I was like, wow. So this thing works. I was surprised. And it was finer. It was more handsome. It was, you know, <laughs> that was that was my father. That was around for you. Oh. I would tell us it's it's not common because I have friends and I I, I listen to what people say about their friends. You know, but I would their tell father, us them yeah. because we are six girls. Yeah, but their fathers. Their fathers, right? Right? Their fathers sorry, mm-hmm. my friends about their. Baba will tell us, "Ekan o boyfriend di malibaleki mo o, you know that bring on your boyfriend. Let me interrogate them. Let me know them. Let me be friends with them, you know. I can't few of my friends, me friend that slept over in our house. You know that's not common. That's not you know. That's Baba for you. Do you know? I was I was going to ask because so in the last in the last few years, I've got to know a few people who had amazing fathers um and and for at least two of these people you know and if they're listening to this podcast the two people i'm talking about know themselves i'm not i'm for not one least, of them by the way so <laughs> just kidding for at least two of these people um 
they didn't what was interesting to me was and, and the joke i often make with them is you don't know that you had an abnormal dad uh, right it took yeah. it took it took them to adulthood to realize oh this is not how everyone's dad is uh-uh. right um and and the question i want to ask you is a variation on a question i i saw on twitter recently which was when did you first realize that your friend was stinking rich <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know like you know you know when you know someone and you think you're, you're on the same level like yeah. and then they do something or they or they say something i realize oh these people are millionaires or they're like they're like <laughs> like the way they are spending money is not my level <laughs> but like maybe you didn't know when you first knew them you just, so I'm, I'm wondering what was the experience for you when you realized oh this is not how everyone's dad is. What, what, do you understand like, what I'm asking? Like, what was that experience for you when when that really came home to you? Like, oh, my dad is is not is not average. He's is an exceptional dad. He's he's different from other dads. Like the one I mentioned the other time. That anytime he came around, he would be ah. I I know like one or two of my friends. Anytime their daddy was around, into their rooms. <laughs> Then he used to tell us that. I remember I used to tell us <sighs> most people are not like this, so as in our family is different. Mm. So oh, he told you. Him. I he told you. Him. Oh, wow. I didn't understand what he used to say until I gained wow. admission to Ilaro. You know, I was like 22 when I gained admission. You know, I mentioned I was at home for like six years, thereabouts. So I, until I gained admission to Laru, I realized, that, oh, oh, oh. So as in, everybody's not like us. So every family is not like us. So. And so funny, last week Sunday, I got to church and a friend saw me. She was like, hmm? I know you are missing your dad. She greeted me and everything. I said, ah, you people are just, you're on, a, you're on your class. You're on a class of your own as in... Ah. She repeated it and I remembered <laughs> what Abba said many years ago. You know, so for me, well, that, that for is friends, huge. Yeah, it, it's deep. Think, yeah, it's really huge. Yeah. Go on, sorry, you're about to say. Yes, and from friends, and from seeing, uh, maybe on visiting, I see the way they relate to the other. And uh, I used to be surprised. I was with a family friend one mm. time, and uh, the way reacted to the wife you know they just came back the two of them just came back from an outing and he was demanding for our food for his food and i was like i was surprised because baba was so considerate very understanding as in you say he loved pounded yam but because of the stress involved uh with pounding yam you say don't worry i'll manage yam you know it was he was just oh. too considerate. He would oh. tell us, even with the children, you know, don't worry, are you sure you can pound? Are you, are you, you know, you will make sure, okay. No, I'll oh. come and pound sometimes. We'll be the one to pound the yam and everything. So the way he showed love to to us, I can even say at a point, I used to feel he loved us more than our mom. Oh. <laughs> he was too fond of us. He was too proud of us. Mm-hmm. He was too, mm. he was just... He, he, he called us his friend. He didn't have friends, and those are part of things I'm adjusting them. You know. So by the time all of us mm-hmm. left, he was left to my mom alone and no friends. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a social person. 
it was just we 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 as a most of his uh, leisure time or free time is spent with us. You know, when a friend was there, ah, yawn is too much. After how many weeks, yeah, you know, uh, I was like, talking about devoted, yeah, that you yeah. don't understand. This man dedicated most of his life. He dedicated his life to us. Oh. Imagine oh. Baba as a lecturer. Anytime maybe he attended uh, a seminar or conference within the premises, within the uh, school premises, that's federal college education, and he was served lunch, Baba would call one student that they should cover it and bring it to the house. Oh. And then actually, the time that it wasn't so, things were not so good and we were not, we were not able mm. to feed well at, at a point. Yeah. Yes. So it was just, he would send it to the house and some conferences, he would tell them to convert his money for feeding to cash so that he could bring to the house for all of us to spend. You know, that, those periods, you know, I, I, those periods touched me and, you know, <laughs> and many others, many others, many others. Yeah. And the songs, okay, I was seeing some of the songs composed, he composed for all of us. Mind them. Oh. Yes. The first time yeah, I go ahead. my first soup. He composed Mojirade Konkolo, Yose Obedi Mojirade Konkolo, Yose Obedi As in, I was small then, uh, my little. Oh, wow. like, oh, wow. She means that little, little Moji, she's going to make a very wonderful pot of soup. Little Moji, she's going to make, you know, a wonderful pot of soup. She's going to prepare a wonderful pot of soup. Yeah. Yes. And Baba was so well, soup, soup here would be stew actually, not just you know, is what yeah. would be a stew, yeah. is it yeah. in, in the west? But yeah, Baba was so proud of he was obviously very proud of you, yeah, yes, yes, proud of all of us. And <laughs> until recently, until he passed, I used to feel I was the closest that I was. My son has told me, he told her the same thing he told me. <laughs> All of us are special. Way, you know? Oh, wow. The secret that came out when he passed. <laughs> but I was saying That's that uh, another friend recently and said, she said, at least you, were, you felt special at that time. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and you, I think, I don't think that feeling will go away, even though you know now. It's not going to change. That feeling that you had all your life will not suddenly disappear because you've, you've heard that now, is it? Yeah. It's I bet it makes you even feel more free to express that love because maybe at the point you were thinking, mm. is Baba too partial to me? But now that you know that all of you felt that way, it's like now you can now yeah. talk more about this exactly. special thing we did. Yes. <laughs> what a father. You know, I, I was going to say the the thing you said he said about this is this our, our family, family is different. different. Mm. I don't know if you know how huge that is. Like honestly, I don't know if you know because one of the things that I've seen actually in in so you know I said earlier that I've seen people who had exceptional dads, and one of the things that I've seen with them um, is is that they they have often assumed that that's how everyone is. And, and, and in fact, in some cases, they've gone into relationships thinking that's how all men are and not realizing, no, 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 not, not all men are like this. Mm. And, and, and that level of preparation where, yes, you don't understand it then, but he trusts that, you know, with time, 
you will understand what he's saying that you understand because i think there's something so powerful to that like giving your kids the best you can but i think there's something so powerful about helping them also understand that this is a privilege this is not something everyone is getting this is not the way the world is work you know, the, the, the way the world works and this is not how everyone is so like you know you have that beautiful foundation but you're not sort of unprepared for reality i i think that that that's an amazing level of foresight honestly yes all right um, yes all right i think there's another angle to that in, in the sense that girls with fathers like that they start seeking that perfection in other men and so much so that the bar is so raised because i have a friend that talks about that it's so difficult for her to find someone because she's always looking out for the things her dad was like to her in a man and the guys just never made up and she has she's yet to like find somebody that really matches up to that standard but i just wanted to add that to the point she talked about hmm. i guess my question for you will be this what do you think shaped baba's parenting style because there's something i made said earlier on about when we're talking about how i i don't think that a lot of nigerian fathers are quite like your dad like your dad has, your dad and other dads like your dad are the exception to the rule and I feel like at the end of the day, it comes down to modeling. Like what you see, how you grew up kind of shapes you. So I'm curious to know, what was your dad's relationship with his dad like? What do you think shaped? Was it like a lack of that kind of fatherly figure or there was an abundance of it? Was what shaped Baba to be the kind of father he was to you guys? I think the lack. I wasn't so close to his father, but I'm not sure his father was like my father, uh-huh. they were close to an extent, I think. I don't really know so much about, but I know he was always against polygamous family. He mm. came from a polygamous family. And when he was, I think five, three or five years, the mother left, you know, so he had to stay. He didn't even really stay with his father growing up. Yeah, he didn't really, he didn't stay with the father growing up. So, uh, so from there, I guess he made up his mind. He was not going into polygamous family. He was asked to come and be the king many years ago. That's like 40 years ago, thereabouts. The king on the throne now in our town, supposed to be him. Mm-hmm. But part of why I rejected was, okay, I was a lecturer, one, two. He was not ready to be a polygamous, to, be, to have a polygamous family. You know, and uh, I guess from what he lacked, he decided to be to his children because indeed Baba was there for us. Baba was there for us. Was was there for us. Imagine a father going with us to our friend's wedding. Baba attended two or three of my sister's friend's wedding, as my other sisters, their friends, the wedding. You know, there was one particular one. It was only my dogs that we left out of all of us, as the nine of us went came to Lagos. Baba didn't like Lagos. As in, Baba didn't like Lagos. That when I even got uh, a hotel, uh, mighty Baba said I should stay. I should look for somewhere in the premises in FC to be doing my. That how much are they going to give you? I said seven five. Mama, for no salary, I will pay you. That's seven five for my salary. I don't go to Lagos. <laughs> I said, Baba, we cannot continue like this. Then I was like 25. <laughs> so I said, ah, no, you can't be shielding us. And 
<laughs> but because okay, don't worry, nothing will happen to me. The fact that I didn't like Lagos does not mean I should not Lagos. <laughs> you know, what was I saying before I get to that? <laughs> no, no, I'm just talking about how the the like the, the he didn't have like a good example, so he set out. To yes, I work. guess yeah. what he lacked is what he tried to correct with his own family but that then i mean it's one thing to like be okay like you know i mean provide and do all the but the dad was super expensive. i mean it sounded like it was very exceptional as a father and yeah. that the fact that he didn't even have like a good example from his you know family life it was just what it was i think it speaks a lot to his character like i'm gonna do my best to make sure that i'm more present for my kids you know i i, I do everything i'm supposed to for my kids and that's quite impressive and it was as little as I could, as I was there, when we sleep, we we'll go around, we we'll wake up in the middle of the night to check every room and to be sure that we were fine. I was spoiled as a little child, as the last one, to the extent that if my wrapper, my covering wrapper, you know, shifts a bit uh-huh. from my body, I won't cover myself back, but as in, I knew it was going to <laughs> make me <laughs> When I remember that as I have that so um, <laughs> it was that certain. <laughs> Baba di Baba. I was gonna I was I was gonna ask something as well, which is gonna take in a slightly different direction, although not too far off. Okay. Um and it's connected to what I was saying earlier about um the fact that, you know, um you know w- w- with the way your dad tried to prepare you for for the fact that this is not how everyone is, um, and and I and I'm wondering if you know because obviously, like a relationship with our parents shapes what we look for in partners, doesn't it? Um, and so I'm sure it must have shaped, you know, what you look for in a man. But I also I'm sure what you'd be expecting from a father to you know your children if if you want to, which. You know, I, I'm assuming you might be wanting to have children, which I don't know if... We're, I mean, well, if you're wanting to have children, definitely, like, that's the kind of thing that I think would be something I'm sure you'd be looking for. Um, but I'm, I, I guess what I wanted to ask is, how would you say it's... And, and this may be personal and vulnerable, so it's up to you how much you want to share here. But how would you say it may have... It's it's shown up, like, the, your expect, the expectations from him. How would you say it has shaped what you look for in in partners or 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 and and sort of you know the way you deal or you relate with people okay for me he must have he must have been silently but there are some other things like i said he also had some weaknesses i've been saying his strength is strength you know so uh like where my, my number one thing for, for, for a partner, okay, I'm looking forward in it, you must be a child of God, as in, you must be born again, child of God. That matters to me. You know, it was true us that Baba got born mm. again, as in all the children, I think, wow. were the one that preached to him. Wow. So it wasn't like that because he was a child of God. That it, it wasn't like that, as in, he wasn't exhibiting those traits or those characteristics before because he was a born again child where the one that even where the one that used to share Christ with him and you know so there are some things Holy Spirit will help you <laughs> let me let me just share, let me chip in this joke sometimes I want to pray or sing with my 
my siblings that want to speak in tongues that we don't want him to join us because when he comes, he, he didn't need to speak in tongues. Now we will not allow him to come. We will not tell him that about we want to pray. We now hear us singing. You just come as we just show, <laughs> and we look at each other's faces. That about one is here, you know. So there are so many other things that uh, I desire that he didn't have that I desire in, in in my husband to be, you know. So I can say I can say it. Uh, my expectation from him built a kind of stronghold in my heart was I don't I don't really think so. That's why I said it may be maybe silently, but I don't think I don't of course the caring must be caring. Uh, Baba Baba lavished love on us as in he loved us. So my husband must love me. Me too. I, I love people, not only me, both mm. female and male children, elderly people. So I can't marry someone that that is not uh, accommodative or that is that is not uh, loving, that is not lively. Could it flow? It can't flow. Then I I can't deal with someone that is more expressive. Oh. I think I've had one mm. or two relations. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe I can relate that to so they're not, my so they have to be affectionate. Oh, pardon. Right. I said they have to be affectionate. Yes. Like yes. visibly affectionate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, no silent also, love. Baba was a tough person. I know that has a lot. I know that has a lot to be asking for. I mean, that sounds just... Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. As in, because some people are not just thoughtful. Some people are mm. just... Uh, Baba was a very thoughtful, very thoughtful person. You know? <laughs> I wanted to say something though. You you've, you've said a couple of times that he had his weaknesses, um, and I. But I, I think that I think that one way of thinking about that sort of thing is not so much as strengths and weaknesses, but the the upside and downside of traits. Because I feel like um, everything, you know, I feel like the things that we consider strengths in people are always coming from the same place as the things that we consider weakness. If you see what I mean. Um. So, for instance, you know, we might say someone is very generous, but also maybe they're not good with money. But actually, there are two sides of the same thing. Yeah, it depends you on see what I mean. As the wife, maybe he's always giving money away. <laughs> you might think he's generous, but the wife yeah. is irresponsible. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, so I think I think it's better to think of it so not so much as weaknesses, but as what's the strength of this like particular characteristic, okay. and then what's the what's the flip side of it because. The truth is that there's a strength to that thing that looks like a weakness, and you probably will have that as well, you know. And you sort of, you know, I think I think that way sort of helps us to see it as, oh, not that I have this thing that is, you know. For, so, for instance, people who are manipulative and people who are charming, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's how they use it as sign of a coin, superpower, supervillain. <laughs> you know. Exactly, it's, it's 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 the same sort of trait, the same sort of characteristic, but used in different ways. Um, so I don't know if I, I don't know if that's helpful in any way. Okay. So I guess the question is, what's the other side of Baba? Like if you're able Baba, to share, all right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Those things that I was referring to as weaknesses, right? Baba yes. was very emotional. <laughs> very emotional. My mom was strong. My mom is strong. She's still alive at heart. 
more than Baba. And I took that from I have to say, I took notes of some things I took from him that I don't want. <laughs> so, and any little thing. I, I remember a couple of times I went to and, okay, how far are we to her? I said, I could see, as in how far with marriage, I said, ah, nobody yet. Baba will start crying. I said, you don't, you don't want me to come and visit you again? You know, it's my mom that will say, ah, that she, you should leave me alone now. My time, Baba, Baba will be so worried. I'm like, eh, my, my younger brother is married with kids. And the one after him, you know, he'll be counting on, you know. It was it was very emotional. Uh, what sort of then? It wasn't a good. Uh, it wasn't as organized as my mom. You know, I can be rough. Yeah, lately that is organization is the so strength. The strength big. of that would probably be that he was probably a very flexible and spontaneous. That's person. why he can drive all the way to go and see all of you. He can, yeah. So again, it's. Yeah. It's, it's just what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's two sides of the same coin. We could look for his key. Our and he was running it for lecture. And he it. Oh, key. I bet had something like that. I'm quite frustrated for your mom. She's the organized one. My mom is too organized. Oh. But you know how, how how people like that get together, you know. As one person with a different trait, another yeah. person with a different trait, and they make something beautiful out of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But one thing I, about him, he may have a, a, a speech. He will not prepare or impromptu when it is now a night suit. That's all about him, putting up, putting things together. And by the time he deliver, oh my, he will not you believe. Think, you not, think that? Not, <laughs> You know, really, we just prepare for the speech. You know, I was very good. He was so good with words. He spoke in English. Yoruba, Ijesha, Ilesha. <laughs> very beautiful. <laughs> I, mean, I was saying something that, that I, I didn't say the other time that it was so fun. He's too fond of. He was too mm. fond of his hometown, Ilesha. That when I got there, as far as I remember, I was like. <laughs> is it more than this? <laughs> so this is <laughs> that this is so. This is all about this Alicia. As in, I was surprised because Mama would tell us so much about it. That he composed a song. <laughs> he composed a song for us. I can't if I stand up, you see my face. But when we're young, immediately we get to Alicia. There's one signpost that that says "Welcome to Alicia." We'll be looking forward to that signpost. By the time we see it like this, we jump up. <laughs> you know, it's say for children to stand up, but we stand, we will stand up and be mad as in jubilating, rejoicing. Yeah, we will sing that song from that junction till we get to our house. Sometimes, as in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about for you. Wow, I've I've got to different emotions just within this short time of talking about your dad. I've cried, I've laughed, I've you know, I, I mean, thank you, thank you for just sharing with us the. 
the person that he was. And even though you talked about his weaknesses, I still don't like, I'm just a, I, I can't but just even love him more, you know, and and just really give kudos to the kind of person that he was to you guys. I guess just to wrap us off, I know we've talked about some, you know, very beautiful moments and all that. And I said something earlier, as Christians, we believe that this is not the end. You'll be united one day in heaven. But on earth right now, especially the dreams that you talked about, how you wished he was here and all that. I guess my question is, how have you been dealing with, you know, his his passage on earth here? How have you been dealing with it? Because I imagine it hasn't been easy. Because the bigger your love you have for him is the bigger the grief, right? All right. Uh, it's going to be seven, I think, seven to eight week on Wednesday, next Wednesday. I've been taking a day at a time. Anytime I feel like crying, if I cried for like the first three, four weeks, I was crying every day. And it wasn't as if I was planning to cry. But when I remember, when the memory flashes, you know, I would just burst into crying again. And to couple it, to make it a, in quotes worse for me, I'm the one in charge of media. So I'm the one everybody's sending tribute to. Up to now, I've not been able to even put one together yet. It's too emotional for me, and it makes me cry anytime I'm, you know, writing. I've not been able to read my mommy's own because some of my sad I read it said they cried. <laughs> I said no, I'm not ready for this. Anytime I'm trying to, you know, edit or just go through, I cry. And I I shed some tears again. Like before this uh, recording, they brought the obituary, the poster. I said, no, you're not crying. Mm-mm. As in, I told myself, Mm-mm. as in, it was a real <laughs> determination not to cry when I saw the poster and everything. Uh, I expressed myself to people. It's one of the ways I've been dealing with it that is helping me. If any friend that calls in at that time, I I tell, how are you? How do you feel? My, my, my close friends... I express myself. I don't keep it to myself. Anytime I feel like crying, I cry. Then initially, I think I was craving for, I think the first week and the second week, I was craving for positive, healthy distraction just to get out there. I, I got in touch with you. Yeah, they yeah, went to travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually went. The lady well, made it. Yes. Where did you go? Rwanda? Yes, Rwanda. Yes, you can. Oh, wow. I'll share some of the videos and photographs with you later. You know, so I was just trying to distract myself. That okay, the day it happened, I was actually on phone when my dad passed. That as in, I was asking my mom because he, she called the night before that. Ah, your dad is looking pale. Low. He has finished his blood tonic. I don't know why this. Ah. So we're trying to okay, what can we do? It was late. We we're planning for our, myself as we pray together, and that was what we we're planning for. We we're, we were planning to pray before my mom called, and we were like, Okay, we prayed for him that night. And okay, so we we're still talking when she just said, Baba, I just, Baba, 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 you're just Moji, Baba, you're down, Baba, you're down. I was like, Oh, yeah, beat his chest, beat his back. I think, Oh, yeah, put the phone on his, let me pray for him. I even mean, I couldn't pray. But then I was weak. My heart was bothered. I didn't even know how to describe how my heart was. 
I, I remember I said, oh yeah, put the phone on, on him, let me pray, but I couldn't say any prayer. I was just like, okay, okay, I'll call back. Let me call my other ones. I'll call, you know, I was just a bit destabilized. So I said, I'll, I'll call back. So I ended it. I called all my siblings. They too, they didn't pick. I called my doctor friend. She said, okay, don't worry, I'll call your mom. So she called my mom. And she now called me back that. I didn't cry immediately. I was trying to process it. Okay, Baba, I won't say, as in, it didn't really, I don't even know, but I was weak. Later, I called a friend. I was talking with a friend earlier that, ah, I want us to intercede for Baba. He needs urgent uh, in, uh, prayer and uh, let's just intercede. So by the time she called back, I said, it's late. And that was when I started crying. Ah, it's late. My is gone. That was when I cried. She tried to console me. She tried to, you know, you know. So I was able to gather myself together. Like after two two hours, I left my house for my sisters. On my way, I called a friend. Ah, my dad just passed a few minutes ago. A few hours ago, she said, "Okay, be strong." She encouraged me. When you get to Africa, don't cry. Please be strong, try and be strong. I said, okay. When I go to my sister's house, I told them, I said, all the cry want to cry. By then I've wiped my tears. And I was saying, all the cries want to cry. Let's cry tear. When we get to Abekuta, we have to be strong. This, that. My mouth was really dancing up and down. Hmm. Right from that Lagos, that my sister's house. I cried too. As a <laughs> my sister are you not the one telling us to be strong? Well, I can't be strong. I'm not strong again. <laughs> you know, by the time I now saw his body, they were about taking him to the mall. Ah, no, I busted into, you know, <laughs> I busted into tears yeah. again. I cried. I couldn't even follow them. All oh. of us that were around, we were present in Abekuta, except one of my sister that is not, that couldn't make it down that day. So the six of us were there. So after that day, I couldn't eat. I was still crying in the car, going to going home to see my mom. By the time we got to her house, I stayed and I went to his room. I cried. Then I couldn't eat. They forced me to eat. I tried eat small. I tried to eat. Then this following day, I, I went with my drum because I told myself in everything I must give thanks. We actually have we have many reasons to be thankful to God. You know, so many reasons to be thankful to God. Baba survived so many surgeries. I can count more than two, two or three surgeries. That I even thought he was going to die. That he died. Accident, as in God kept him. God was there for us. You know, we have so many reasons to be thankful. And after that, sometimes I'll feel fine. I'll feel like, thank God I'm okay today. Sometimes I'll, I remember him, I'll feel low again. I'll cry. I express myself to God. Uh, there, there's been time of, ah, God, why don't you allow me to be married before you die? No. I'll, but I'm better. My heart, I was so conscious of, I was, I was being conscious of my, my heart, the conversation of my heart. And thankfully to my pastor, he has taught us to turn out to as in our pain. Something tangible must come out of the pain. And I told myself, that's part of what brought out this. Uh, oh, I'm going to pastor talk about it. Yes. yes. Pastor yes. Kojic. Yes. You know, that as in, I'm going to bring a lot out of this, this pain. It can be painful, you know, but 
we have everything to thank God. And I already have <laughs> something, something big is coming out of this that, that, that I know, not one or two. But I know, uh, I, I told myself, God is going to use this to do more in my life, in my sibling's life, in my mom's life, in our family as a whole. You know, we'll miss him, sure. But uh, God, God will turn it for good and great things will come out of this. You know, that when we share, people will learn from his legacy. People will learn from what he left behind. Because family was big for him. He was big on family. He was always, you know, wanted, he wanted a united family. And to the glory of God, myself and my siblings, we are united. We love one another. We care for one another. You know, and uh, I just believe something big will come out of this for me. And I will not waste this pain. So as it comes, I, I express myself. Of course, I've had friends that was like, ah, tete, tete, after four weeks, you are still kinikon. After what? five weeks, I say, you don't dictate oh, no, no. that. Yeah, you can't. If I, that Yoruba statement made meaning to me. Any more. It yes, is you true. that you are so concerned. You are the one that really knew, as in that knows, you know. And I, I realized you don't dictate to others how they grieve or how they how they behave or how they just mourn their loved ones. But one major thing for me, mm, I've noticed what? when I'm in sorrow, when I'm in that cry mode, I don't I don't always like it. So I try to get out. I try to snap away from it by just maybe I, I play music sometimes. In fact, since the past, because I used to dance every day before, I think for six weeks, I couldn't dance. I'm a kind of person, I can't force things. I don't know how to force and do things uh, just perfect. I don't know. Things have to come from within for me. So it was not just coming. Like today now, we're supposed to have hangouts in my in my church. I'm not there yet. To be, as in, I don't feel that yet, but I know I will get there. But more importantly, I'm getting better. My siblings are getting better. My heart is getting better. I, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting better. I sang yesterday. I've been. I read the audio Bible helped me because at yeah. that point, I think the first week, I was tired of everything. I was not interested in in things that used to interest me before. I didn't go to work even after the conference. If I let me cover my face and say I didn't go to work for six weeks. <laughs> It's okay, I mean, it's okay. Oh, it's part of the grieving process. It's part of the grieving process. Yeah, it's okay. Take as much time as you yeah, need. Yeah, exactly. And your dad wasn't just a regular dad. He was like, I mean, this, it was abnormal in the sense of, he was exceptional. So it's okay. I couldn't force it, actually. I couldn't just force it, but I keep declaring when I feel like, I didn't feel like studying the Bible, so I use more of audio. It should just be playing. Even while I'm yeah. sleeping, I will leave it to be playing. And that really helped the book of Psalms really helped me. So I I talk, I express my I don't keep I don't keep my feelings to myself and like some of my friends I expected to have called me or come to greet me and I didn't see that uh-uh. as in I'm expecting your visit. Your visit means a lot, you know, I say things out. <laughs> yes. When yes, I come yes. to visit me, you know, I I talk, I express myself. 
now um, at least I, I read my Bible better now and I, I, I sing better. Although I've no, I've no, apart from the dancing and the praises that we had when it just passed at Abekuta, my normal dance that I used to do at home, I've not, that one has not come off again, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I'm having this with you. Yes. And I'm yes. not crying. It's a level for me. Wow. It's a level. Wow. Wow. It's better I still July, but it's, I'm getting better by then. Again, when you reached out to me and said you want to talk about your dad to create time for you, I just, I knew we had to just get it done, right? And so some th- thanks a lot, by the way, for sharing that. Uh, there's something you said that I want to just, you know, maybe give back to you. When you said something big has to come out of this, like your dad's, you know, transition, something, I want to correct that. So something big has already come out of it. Your life and the life of your siblings and everybody's life that your, your father has touched, that's something big already. So whatever you guys do from here on now, it's just incremental. But the biggest part is just your life and the lives you're going to keep on touching. Because Baba is the progenitor, right? He's the, I'll say he's like the beginning. And then everything that comes from there, like your your siblings, their kids, all those extended families that your parents adopted and the other lives are going to, you know, because what they've seen, they've seen Baba's life as a model of how parenting should be like, of how fatherhood should be like, intentional parenting. And it's something they can't forget. So don't worry, don't put yourself under pressure to like make something big out of it. It's already big enough, Okay. And that said, I just want to thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for just the vulnerability. Thanks for I didn't I I knew about your father, but I didn't know a lot. So I I felt like I've gotten to know him more. And my tiny regret is I never got to meet him physically. But you know, you're here, and I know I'm not going to stop hearing about Baba. I want to keep hearing more about him. So if there are other ways we can support you on the show. And, you know, just anything like that, please let us know. But thank you so much for sharing about his legacy. And we pray that, you know, throughout this time, because, you know, grief, it comes in waves. You're good today, tomorrow, you're just in tears. That even in those moments, we hope you stay encouraged, you know, that his, his, his passing on is, is for, you know, is in a better place now, completely healed. And, you know, um, we pray that you guys have the comfort and all of the support you need, you know, on earth. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Man. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, Thank you so much. So much. Yeah. Thank well, you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. This was a show with more and <laughs> I <am me>, day. <laughs> we hope we hope you enjoyed this episode. But um we hope you you also find it for those who are who must have lost a loved one listening to this, we hope you're encouraged as well through Mujirani's story. And for parents that are still here with their kids, we hope you learned one or two tips on how to be better parents to your your children mm. and those around you. But all that is said and done. Um Whatever way we can support you all on the show, whatever topics you like for us to explore, please let us know. You can find us on Instagram and you know on our website www.mostsible.com. In any event, catch you guys on another episode of the Most Simple Podcast. Bye for now. Yay. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye.